This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 174, Why You're So Shocked About Your IELTS Score. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll hear about a listener of IELTS Energy who got a seven in speaking, but a five in writing. Why did it happen and what went wrong? Find out today. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey there, Jessica. How's it going on the West Coast? Hey, Lindsay. Good. We got our Christmas tree yesterday. So that was super oh. awesome. I let uh, I let James pick it out, and like there were all these like big, you know, like bountiful looking Christmas trees, and then he <laughs> found this like super straggly little one in the corner, and he's and he's oh. like and he's like, "Mommy, I want this one." I was like, R- "Seriously? But what about these other like really pretty ones?" And he and he put his arms around the tree and like hugged oh. it and like got this really sad look on his face, and he's like. No, I want this tiny, cute one, and if I don't get it, I'll be sad. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's our tree. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, it's good. It's good. He's not discriminating between trees. <laughs> I know. He just wanted, yeah, like the po- like he felt sorry for this like straggly one. So he's like, yeah. we need to take this one home. Like nobody it's else like, is going to go to the humane yeah, it's like adopting a pet, right? You, yeah. If you take the ugliest pet with, totally. you know, I don't know, bugs or whatever. I mean, it, it just touches your heart in a certain way. Like, that pet need that dog needs me. I know, I <laughs> so, know. Anyways. Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> anyway, do you have a tree? Do you have a Christmas tree? Uh, so my parents have one, but here in my apartment in Cambridge, we don't have one. Maybe we should get one, though. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. I hadn't actually thought about that. <laughs> You're just too busy. Like, you don't even realize Christmas is coming. I, I don't. Yeah, no, I, I'm I really have to, bad like, at. put it in my calendar. Like, go onto Amazon and buy presents for people. Cause I can't, oh. like, there's too much to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially with Amazon, cause it takes time to ship. So yeah. you have to do it two weeks ahead. That would be like now. So I, yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm just losing time. Okay. Yeah. So let's I know. finish recording so I can <laughs> go Christmas shopping. Done. Just kidding. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. Very nice. So what are we talking about today, Jessica? Yeah, so we got an email from a student that had familiar echoes, shall we say, for us. We get familiar. these emails quite often from listeners. Um, And so that's why we want to discuss it. So you guys won't have to experience this same shock and surprise that our listener is talking about here. So she she sent us a couple yeah. emails, right? The first one was immediately after she took the exam. And that one was quite positive, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah, she was feeling good. And again, this is a listener. She's not in our course, so she hasn't gone through our step-by-step system. Um, But she did listen to some of our podcasts, and she was especially positive about speaking. Actually, in the email, she only talked about speaking. She said, I took my speaking test yesterday, and I used some, first of all, she used some great vocabulary that she had heard on the story, on on our podcast, and Mm -hmm. she even told a story that you had told, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) She actually took your story and inserted it into her speaking tests apparently at the right place in the right time because she did end up with a seven on speaking. I love that so much. Yeah, guys, seriously, <laughs> you can copy anything I say. It's so funny. I love that so much. But yeah, so like that point is, you know, she she took our advice and it sounds like she practiced it, right? Mm-hmm. And then she was able to use this stuff on the exam and she got a seven on speaking. Yeah. So that's that's the bright spot. That's the bright spot. But then we got, but then, dun dun, we got that ever so familiar email two weeks later, about a month later. And it started like this. I'm pretty much shocked. Yeah. I got my scores listening 6.5, speaking 7. That's the bright side. Writing 6.5 and surprisingly. No, reading, reading 6.5. Yeah. Yeah. And surprisingly writing 5. Oh, yeah. no. I mean, if you look at someone with a speaking of seven and a, a reading of 6.5, like writing should, writing should be should higher be upper, right? than that. Yeah. Yeah. So why, so I mean, we're, I, I get the surprise, right? Well, what did she say her reasons for being surprised were? Yeah. I mean, she says she doesn't understand what the problem was with her writing, right? So she says she used formal words like resultant, notwithstanding, to shed light on something, hence futile. Some, you know, some words that she's probably heard on our show or Uh in other places, maybe. Actually, we haven't used these words on our show, I don't think, very much. Yeah, I'm not sure about resultant either. Yeah, I don't know about that that word. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, the vocab that she quoted herself as using, like shed light on, I think we talked about that idiom, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like that vocab is great. So, and I mean, looking at her other scores, her vocabulary is going to be fine. Like that's obviously not the problem. Right. Right. Um, what I think her problem was, and this is what I see quite often in these cases, um, is, you know, when people come, when students come to me, like after taking the exam and they, they try to like work on their writing with me and write essays with me. The problem is this. They don't have the writing strategies to give the examiner what she or he wants. They may have these academic skills like the vocabulary, right? right? Like the grammar. They may, they may score well in those two things, but the examiner is not just looking at that. They need yeah. to know, especially for task one, you guys, like you need to know what the examiner is looking for in order to get a high score for task response. It's not, it's not logical. Like it's not easy to mm. do that. So yeah. it's, it's the strategies that she's missing. And yeah. also like, I think she was a very confident student going in. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it. Yeah. And that can get in the way sometimes if you're not basing the confidence on putting in the work. 
Right. Right. So exactly. if you're like the students in our course, if they go through and the writing module in our course is the biggest part of it's all big. the modules. It's like huge. It's super it's meaty. Um, yeah. And like <laughs> students that put all the time in, in going through all of our lessons and exercises, watching my lectures, practicing my strategies, studying what the examiner wants and practicing those things. Those mm-hmm. students do feel confident going into the exam because they know what they're doing. Well, yeah, exactly. And just to extend on that, Jessica, that's exactly the problem. Again, I know we say this a lot, but I want to reiterate, that's the problem with just preparing with this podcast, because we call this podcast edutainment, right? That's what I like to call it. Because I love that word. We're edutaining here, Jessica. That's what we're doing. I'm an edutainer. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a new job (laughs) category, a new tax uh, category and everything. (laughs) I'm getting new business cards. That's, that's it. <laughs> I love it. We're educating. So, so notice the difference. We're not necessarily educating here. We are, guys. But when you listen to a podcast, it's fun. Our podcast is fun. I'm just going to come out and say it. And it might be that this student, I'm just taking a guess here, she found our speaking episodes more fun. So she gravitated towards those. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why she got, she did well on the speaking test, but she may have ignored the writing. Therefore, yeah. because she wasn't in a step by step system, as you said, Jessica, she wasn't forced to focus. Focus on what she needed to learn for writing. There are eight mistakes that sabotage the scores of 90% of IELTS test takers. And we'll show you four of them in our new three-part video class. We'll show you those mistakes in video one. You can watch it immediately if you go right now to allearsenglish.com forward slash insider. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. See you there. Yeah, exactly. And you can't just take, I mean, in one episode, we may cover one step of one strategy, right? Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, that, that it will help you, of course. Like our podcast, like Lindsay said, our podcast help lots of people get, you know, improve their scores, but yeah. you cannot expect to, it's, oh, well, I mean, it's not the same as taking a course. It's just not no, like you not. can't listen not. to like a free, you know, 15 minute podcast and, like yeah. pull it all together yourself and right. it's like, work it all out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And disconnected. Mm-hmm. I was looking back at some of our previous episodes when I was like thinking about what to blog about this week. And oh, okay. there was one where we talked about, um, strengths and weaknesses. Right. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling like this student was already strong in speaking. And so it's easier to practice your strengths. Oh, it's yeah, easier to go with sense. that. Like what's difficult is admitting that you you're not as strong in one skill and then you need to put more time and effort into it because it's harder it's harder like oh yeah i mean it's of course i'm gonna choose things (laughs) that i'm good at doing and do those things like it's way more fun yeah (laughs) i know i can really identify that with that in my own work in our work here we want to do the things that we love doing that we're good at because you get that positive feedback loop going so she already took her good speaking skills and made them seven you know this at the seven level yeah by adding our tips but with writing maybe she wasn't uh confident in writing to begin with and didn't do anything really except for a few little things like adding some fancy vocabulary therefore she stated a five 
alive. I mean, yeah. it's so obvious what happened here. Exactly. I mean, this is, you know, this is what happens when, when native speakers go into the test and just assume yeah. that, right? They're, they're native speakers and they're going to be perfect. I mean, I, like, <laughs> you need strategies, guys. You, you need to know what the examiner is looking for. All right. You can't just go in and write an essay about whatever and like get a good grade. Vocabulary and grammar, that's only half of your score. Half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other half is answering the question, organizing your ideas in a way the examiner wants, and giving the examiner these very specific, specific informational d- statistics, whatever. Like you need very specific mm. things that the examiner is looking for. And if you don't have it, the other half of your score can drop down to a five or maybe a four. If you're not answering the Ooh. question, in a way that you're supposed to, your score drops to a four or five. I mean, it's as simple Ooh, as that. So, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that's, oof. I, I, I mean, and there's one other part to her email at the mm. end. She did ask, I'm thinking of asking for a rescore, but it's very expensive. Oh. And it might not be worth it. I mean, we've already talked about this a yeah. bit, Jessica, right? What no, do you think here? Yeah. Don't, do not waste your money on getting it rescored. Don't invest your money well. Don't do that. Yeah. I mean, you you did not put in the effort to prepare for the writing, okay? So right. don't expect the don't expect a different score. I've I mean, in the countless rescores that are that are submitted, almost none of them actually have their scores changed. Like seriously, oh these examiners <laughs> know what they're doing, you guys. They know what they're doing. Don't waste your money. Instead, take like half of that money and yeah. invest in a course. And that yeah, way... because how, mu- how much does it cost to get your score rescored? Oh, $250? I forget. I think it's the same as like paying for another test. It's, wow. Yeah, oh. it's so expensive. So instead, you know, not... Put your money in a course and then your your scores will increase. You will see what you did wrong previously. You'll correct those mistakes. And then, yeah. you know, even your listening and reading. You got a 6.5. That's amazing. Bring it up to a 7 or 7.5 because you're learning new strategies. Yeah. So not only Ooh. increase your scores on the next exam, but you're also going to improve your overall English. Like that's why our course is so amazing. It is not just test prep. It is not mm. just a textbook or test practice because that doesn't work. Our yes. course is a balance of strengthening all of your overall English skills because you need that for the test alongside the strategies. So invest in yourself and your future. Don't count on someone else making a mistake because I doubt they did. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, acknowledge that you skipped some crucial steps here and take the right path now. I think just asking for a rescore really is a really lazy way to throw money at the problem. And that is not, uh, we can invest in the problem, invest in our success by correcting the mistake that we made the first time, which was skipping those crucial steps by getting into a good course. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad we had a chance to get through this because I see this a lot. I see that email that comes back sometimes from our listeners um, after the test and they feel good. I did great. And then I get the email that says, I can't believe it. Or I'm shocked. (laughs) I'm surprised. So I'm glad that we're addressing Liz and we can see what the problem really was here. 
Yeah, yeah, guys. So don't 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 get that feeling. Don't have that shocked feeling yourself when you get your scores and they're not what you wanted. Start now. Start now to challenge yourself to improve and, you know, find your strengths and weaknesses. Admit that you're not going to score a nine in all four sections of the IELTS exam and start <laughs> today in investing in yourself and your future and find a course that works, right? Prepare correctly before you just go into the exam, waste your money, and then not get the scores you need. I mean, that's that's so much wasted time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, calm, calculated steps, right? Yeah. Not this crazy, like, just throw money at the problem and panic and these panic-induced reactions. We don't want to do that. We want to stay away from this. This is our future. This is our dreams that we're talking about. This is not something that we want to approach in kind of an unconscious mindset. Exactly, exactly. So guys, if you want to see just a, a window into our strategies and what our course looks like, go to our website, ielts.allearsenglish.com. You can even try out our course, look mm -hmm. at as much of it as you can for a dollar, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. It's three days, right, Lindsay? Yeah. Yeah, you can see yeah. the listening module. That's the oh, one thing. Sorry. So in the trial, yeah, in the trial, you get to get started with our listening strategies, but you won't get to see the rest of the course, but you'll get a sense of what it looks like and what it feels like to be in that step-by-step -step guided situation, listening to uh, Jessica's advice, you know, the best IELTS professional in the field, I think. <laughs> I th oh, I agree. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like, Jessica's amazing. No. <laughs> I think what um, one of my biggest takeaways from the feedback from our students in the course already is how the confidence they gain because all of the advice is so clear and simple. You know, that's mm. that's something that I've only been able to do after working for 10 plus years. Well, geez, 11 now because time has passed, but wow. like 11 years <laughs> boiling down these strategies. So you'll see that everything you need is simplified, boil down to mm. three key steps, three steps to each strategy. And then you just practice that. And you get your answers it. and you get your feedback. So yeah, I test out it. the listening module and you'll see. Awesome. <laughs> Very good. And thanks to this listener for writing in your situation. And thanks again, guys, for listening today. And Jessica, great edutainment today. We'll be good. back again tomorrow for a little more edutainment. <laughs> Have a so good day, edutaining. <laughs> Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.